This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. I'm Liz Smith. The Health and Human Services branch of the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs has several projects in the works for 2023. General Manager Caroline Cruz is our guest, and she gives an overview of a few of the projects and says they are looking for community input. One of the projects is a large pavilion. What it is is a 80 foot by 144 uh, kind of a, a pole barn type of structure. It consists of, of a covering, and the covering is actually a, a roof, but it's high enough in, in terms of not blocking what's underneath. Uh, but it is a cover and in order for us to probably provide some uh, all-year-round community events uh, that we might not be able to offer because of the fact of the, the elements, the weather. But what it really is going to be is a place for the community to gather. Uh, I do know that we have movie nights and that right now we just blow up a screen and then people are outside and sometimes we've had to cancel things because of the fact of the weather, that, that it gets uh, too windy sometimes or it's raining. We've had other events we've had to cancel because of the weather. This cover would be large enough to just provide a cover so we can have outside events. Uh, we have conferences that we do, culture camps. It could be for the community to maybe bring their family for uh, a picnic. Uh, I don't know, it could also be used for weddings. But it's just going to be a cover. And right now, uh, we're trying to decide on the location. So we have three possibilities that we have right now. One is outside of the Behavioral Health Center. That's next to the Family Resource Center or the O Clinic. And there's another possibility of having the location at the O Elementary School track or maybe even possibly, which we probably won't consider, but there's another opportunity to maybe put it across from the post office. However, the helicopter lands there. The old school cafeteria is being remodeled and will have several functions. Because we will be using funds from the tobacco grant, we have to make sure that tobacco cessation and a tobacco office is available there. But it's also going to give an opportunity uh, for us to add two additional public bathrooms inside of the cafeteria. And we are putting a commercial kitchen. And so it's going to have an opportunity for like uh, 4-H to be able to utilize there to have classes. Uh, our back to the board's classes would be held uh, in there. And it also be open up for like AA meetings, other type of um, meetings. It could also be a backup for a cooling shelter or a um, uh, to get people um, out uh, during the cold. So it'll be a warming shelter and a cooling shelter. But it'll be also available for the community to have another place to meet. Over the last few years, there's been a desire to remodel the existing skate park at Elmer Quinn Park, but there was a lack of funds. A local skater who attended Madras High School assisted in coordinating funders to come to Warm Springs to make this new remodeled park happen. And so a lot of funding went into this. It wasn't just done by one entity. And uh, so that's going to be opening up uh, here very, really soon. And we're going to probably have a dedication the 4th. Uh, week of March. We also, uh, together with the Juno Crying Prevention uh, Grant uh, through Andy Leonard, we are going to have disc golf available at the same um, location or near the site. And so those two are going to be offered 
The point of contact for the park is Mike Collins. The point of contact for the um, disc golf is Andy uh, Leonard. So it's just getting some feedback from the community in terms of what they think about that location and possibly maybe even expanding other type of activities there. The Health and Human Services branch of the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs has several projects in the works for the coming year. General Manager Caroline Cruz is our guest and she gives an overview of a few of those projects and says they're looking for community input and support. One of the projects is the Veterans Memorial. This has been on the table for a number of years and as you guys all are aware, there's still no memorial out next to the museum. So the goal is to try to make sure that by July 4th of this year, that that memorial is up. And what we're gonna be looking for in the community is volunteers to let us know maybe how they could contribute to make this happen. Uh, we could buy the material, we could dedicate funds, but we need uh, pe uh, people in the community to step up specifically veterans, this is going to be for them, as well as other community members to come together to get the work done. Uh, the point of contact is Rain Circle, and he's located in the Family Resource Center, uh, usually in the afternoons. But we really want this veteran memorial up and running by July 4th. One grant, the System of Care Grant, targets community safety and places for families and youth to gather. This is to improve uh, access for the community of all ages to different types of locations in order uh, for safety, you know, to have safe places to go. And so we are going to be remodeling two playgrounds. The one in Samnashal is going to be completely remodeled and the one that's located at the community wellness center or direct center, that that playground is going to be remodeled. And then we're going to be building a brand new playground uh, at the old elementary school, the youth center side. I think that used to be the fourth and fifth grade or sixth grade uh, classes that's connected to the gym. And we're gonna be putting a brand new playground uh, behind the basketball court. Uh, we also uh, have money with this grant to fix the street lighting fixtures at some national and as well as the agency. They need to be repaired. The groundwork is already done. They're, the poles are up, but there's no lighting. So those are all gonna be repaired. We also have money for reader boards. So the community wellness center is gonna have a reading board. So they're gonna be able to keep the community up to date in terms of what's happening or messaging there, as well as the youth center is gonna have a reader board and we're gonna have a portable, a mobile reader board. So we could actually take that around the community and let people be aware of different types of things that are, are happening. Uh, we also have some funds to help the Little League to get some uh, uniforms. We also want some feedback from the community in terms of if we were able to access additional funds, what does the community want us uh, to do in order to improve um, our community overall. The Health and Human Services branch of the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs has several projects in the works for 2023. One of those projects will be to remodel the old elementary school using funds that come from Behavioral Health Housing Services. So the plan is to actually create a day treatment for substance use disorder there. And then we want to open up a vocational school. So we're hoping to devote a couple of classrooms for vocational uh, training. So it's going to be a substance use disorder day treatment, a trade vocational school. We also want a place to offer GED. We want to collaborate with the colleges 
to see what we could uh, bring to the community in order for education and uh, vocational education is here at home. So it could um, eliminate a hardship in terms of traveling. We also want to make sure we're doing computer training because this is the computer technology uh, age. And so we really want to partner with CLCC and some of the other colleges to make this happen. Um, we're also going to have two meeting rooms there because we lack meeting rooms. So we'll have a, the cafeteria that's going to be a community meeting room. We'll have the pavilions for outside type of gatherings. And then we'll add two more community meeting rooms at the old elementary school. We also want to put a little kitchenette because usually you have meetings, you want to provide coffee or even, you know, food. So we're hoping to uh, put a little kitchenette uh, there. The uh, tribal social services will be moving there as well as emergency management. And so we just want to maximize the whole building uh, because we do lack uh, space. The Community Housing Services grant will provide some help for homeowners. It's going to be a fast turnaround because we have to have these funds spent by the end of June. And so this particular grant is going to address repairs, minor housing repairs. And so I do know that we have a big need in terms of uh, major repairs, but there's not going to be uh, sufficient uh, dollars to do major repairs. This, this, this particular grant is for homeowners. There's been a lot of opportunities for renters. Uh, Warren Springs Housing's done an excellent job in, in getting grants to help renters. This one's specifically for homeowners. And so the homeowners will qualify for up to $5,000 for repairs. So I'm calling it minor repairs because we're not going to be able to fix a whole roof, but we're going to be able to maybe fix, um, I don't know, patching the roof or whatever in order to, to, make, um, to make it safe to live in. But I'm hoping to find future money for major repairs, but this is going to be for minor repairs. So the target is to um, help at least 80 uh, families or 80 homes. The other uh, dollars that's going to be available is also to help uh, with past mortgage payments, uh, but we could only go up to three months. The grant's only allowing us to go uh, three months. And so that's separate from the home repairs. So you could qualify for home repairs, and you could also qualify for past um, due mortgages. We also have uh, some additional dollars that goes beyond the LIHEAP and for utilities arrears that could be used to pay for gas, electricity, your phone bill, as well as internet services that you might have been behind with. Uh, we could also help with some security deposit and even some moving expense and even to help maybe buy some startup uh, furniture as you get a new you know, uh, house. And so that person who's going to be the point of contact is Jackie Minson. Uh, there's going to be other, uh, a couple more workers who's going to be assisting her. Caroline says a healthy community is the goal of the programs and services they provide. You know, we meet on a regular basis. We meet every month. And we try to make sure that we each are kept up to date in terms of what's happening with each department. But, but the ultimate goal is to provide services for our community, is to make sure that we are building the protective factors that are needed uh, within this community. Uh, we need to reduce those risk factors. And it's like a big puzzle. And so the puzzle is all the different entities coming together to create a picture. And so we, the goal is for us to be healthy and, and to do this collectively and to, to understand what type of resources are, are out there. 
we have almost every resource that the state can offer here locally. But sometimes we don't know where to start. And so the perfect place to start is probably at the Family Resource Center. We have target case managers here that could actually sit down with folks and to direct them to the type of service that, that, that they might need. We have behavioral health and they're expanding now into the homeless shelter as well as their transitional homes. And then they're gonna be tied in with the day treatment. Then we have the Family Resource Center that has several entities within here. So we have the library that's open and the main focus is on the use of computers because folks don't have computers. We have tribal social services in this building. We have veteran uh, services. We have aging and people with disability. And we have our target case managers. We have um, Marcia Fultz, who's our office manager, but she could also help all the other departments uh, when needed. We have the prevention uh, unit, uh, which uh, TJ oversees uh, there. And then we have the modernization project, and that's with Ron Hager. And he oversees not only the, the modernization in terms of uh, improving our data collection, but our mental health initiative program. He oversees the uh, juvenile crime uh, prevention, uh, which Andy Leonard uh, is part of. Child Protective Services, they have gone into a new direction, so they are supposed to be doing uh, more preventative and trying to keep families um, together. And so the emphasis is no longer on actually the group home or the child center. The turnaround with uh, any new, new children being put into Child Protective Services is to try to get them placed within two weeks. We, we also have a transitional home uh, there to try to help families who are going to get their children back for us to be able to give them wraparound services. And so they have 90 days in order to find a house and hopefully are able to take their children with them. We have the media center, which is KWSO and the Spilii, and they do the majority of our, of our uh, reports on, on health and keeping the community informed of what's happening at community-wide. Uh, they have their um, website, which is excellent. I go on it all the time. And it has the most up-to-date information of what's happening within the community, especially when there's uh, closures with the tribe uh, or any part of the tribe. They're the one who's going to have that information uh, first, usually, in order to keep the community informed. We have the Community Wellness Center, which is also known as the REC program, but it's a wellness uh, center there. And they are now uh, open and of course, folks knew they were closed during COVID. And because there were so many new requirements in order with building, they had to meet stricter codes in order uh, uh, for the airflow to flow in and out uh, due to COVID. So they had to be closed down until they were able to get up to that um, code requirement. So they're offering now uh, back to evening events and sponsoring different types of uh, events, even during the weekend and uh, they take care of some of the children after school so that they're, they're open now, food time. The community uh, health uh, program that's similar to public health, and so we have community nurses. So you could go down there for vaccinations, COVID uh, testing, and so they kind of uh, monitor, they do some home uh, visitations. CHR community health resource, they provide transportation, you know, uh, to medical appointments, and they do some home uh, checks. They also have the nutrition program. They do the WIC 
uh, program, and they are also the ones that does back to the boards program uh, for new uh, parents. We have the senior program, which is officially back and it's open and they have a complete new commercial uh, kitchen. So they are gonna be providing uh, uh, meals. They're back to opening up uh, exercises. And so they are going to be revising, I believe, in terms of those who qualify for home delivery because since the center is open now and we relaxed the COVID uh, rules, uh, they're encouraging more people to come up to the center uh, to eat uh, together and to go back to the way it was. Uh, because it's important, I think, for our seniors to have connection with other people and to be able to talk with other people to find out the latest of what's happening in the community. And that's the way it was. COVID hit and we all got split apart. And so that's uh, back and running. We also oversee billing department and we have aging people with disability. And that's with Rosemary Arla Khan in terms of making sure people uh, have access to needed services as well as any question regarding uh, Social Security. Uh, she could uh, provide uh, that service. The Warm Springs Health and Human Services branch provides services for the community, and the overall goal is for healthy people. They help by providing resources that people need. They also help with things like providing sponsorship for different events and helping community members when they're in need of extra support. Caroline Cruz is the Health and Human Services General Manager. We've had more opportunities and getting a lot, little bit more grants. So we've been able to uh, fund uh, different types of things that we didn't, weren't able to do in the past. Uh, we have a scholarship program and it's not a scholarship for education, but it's more of a scholarship a program to sponsor different type of activities. And so I think we sponsored more than 45 different uh, applications uh, uh, last year. Um, and so we were able to, to sponsor, like we're gonna sponsor the Lincoln Powwow. We don't sponsor the whole thing, but we offset some of the costs. You know, we had money all the time for Payamsha, for the little ones, for the littles. Uh, we've sponsored Hood to Coast, we sponsor uh, last year, the girls made it to state, and so we sponsored them to go to, I believe it was Coos Bay. Uh, we sponsor folks for the rodeo. You know, they made it to nationals. Uh, we sponsor many, many events, and so those are all available. So we just want to make sure that people understand that there are different type of things that we can help, and it's not only in terms of events. Uh, we help with uh, medical vouchers, you know, for folks who cannot uh, make it to the medical appointments because they have to go to specialty care. Uh, we sometimes help with emergencies for like your house burned down and you, and you need a little bit money to help uh, with that. Uh, we are connected with uh, Red Cross here. Uh, you could access that through Rose, you know, Rosemary Alarcon and she could connect you to the correct procedure to access Red Cross. We offer trainings, you know, we, we are connected with the family emergency uh, management, uh, emergency preparedness, you know, we have workers there. We could do first aid training, CPR training, the defibrillator type of training. We have Narcan training, you know, with our prevention uh, unit. We're gonna be offering tobacco sensation. So when you look at all the services collectively, there should not be any reason why anyone in this community who needs any type of resource that they could actually um, receive. And I think the Family Resource Center is probably 
the hub in, in order to get all that started. Caroline Cruz talking about some of the ways the Health and Human Services branch can offer assistance to the Warm Springs community. Thank you for listening to the Warm Springs program on 91.9 FM KWSO.